Hello and welcome to Alice's Magical Podcast. This is a podcast where I talk about my books and all my favourite things. Hello and welcome to Alice's Magical Podcast, Chapter 53, Alice's Magical March Readathon. March what? Readathon. Readathon? Because it includes someone else's readathon in this. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, So, you wanted to record one episode a month. Yeah. You wanted to record that, you wanted to release that episode at the end of the month. Yeah. It's the 2nd of April. I'm sorry. I was at Disney last month. I, I just wanted to I just wanted to put it out. That's what I'm saying, right? I, I I turn up to record to sit here with you. All the other judgments, all the other things. That's you. Yep. So this has got nothing to do. This isn't me. This isn't a me problem. This is a you problem. <laughs> I just wanted to address it on the podcast. That's yeah. All. Yeah. Okay. Well, you said sorry to listen, so that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what are we do? So. I have read 11 books in March. I just... March was like almost five weeks, wasn't it? It was quite a long month. No, March is a very short month. It's not. It's got 31 days, so it's a long month. But still, it felt like a very short month. <laughs> February's a short month. Well, that's because it's only got 28 days. Okay, but let's just say, so if, if it was, and it obviously wasn't, but say it's five weeks. That's just over two books a week you read in March. Yeah. <laughs> like that doesn't make so. Actually, in reality, it's it's probably like two and a half books a week in March. Like it's insane. I do not understand how you do this. How do you how do you do this? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's good. If anyone's listening, going, how can I read as many books as Alice? The answer is she doesn't know. Okay. So, the first book I read was by Ash, Oak and Thorn by Melissa Harrison. And so, so, uh, by Ash, Oak and Thorn is about Moss, Burner and Cumulus on their journey to find out about what is happening to Cumulus. Because it is spring, but... um, when they find out that their friend Cumulus is sort of fading away, they have to find out the answers soon. For otherwise, we don't know what will happen. So I'm judging, guessing by the names that these aren't humans. Uh, no. What are they? They are hidden folk. Hidden folk? Yep. Okay. They're tiny little people. Okay. Yeah. They are little people. Yeah. But they have names little like... Little people, big dreams. Do. Um, but they do... But they're, they're like... Um, but they sound weathery. They're not weathery. Okay. Okay. They're just little people that live in the forest. I also forgot to mention about the readathon. So it was a magical March readathon, which was the Geek Book Boutique's readathon. And um, they had... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight books. Uh, nine, actually. 
to go with the descriptions. Like, you, you could choose a book that went with the description. Um, I just... Um, it's because I watched one on video. What? I watched a book on video. Right, hang on. You, you need to explain this to me. You, you watched a book on video. Well, I mean, like, someone read it out on YouTube. Okay, so... It's, I had like, to watch it that way. So it's like someone was reading a book to you, like an audio book, but, it, but on a video platform. Yeah. Like Jack and Ori. Just nod, like, you don't know what Jack and Ori is, just nod. That's it. Very good. Okay. Um, it, and, I d- and I'll describe this book as beautiful, heartbreaking, and gorgeously written. Hmm. Yeah. Very nice. So that is by Ash Oak and Fawn. Uh, who wrote that one? Melissa Harrison. Okay. Note this down, people. Note this down. Don't need to shout. Okay. It's very loud. Okay. Now, next book is Ruby Bridges. This is your time. Well, I mean, it is called This is Your Time, but it's by Ruby Bridges. Yes. Written written by herself. Yes. Like a like a autobiography. Yes. Well, can um, I just point out as yeah. well, because we looked at this book last month, your copy of that book yeah. is signed by Ruby Bridges. Yes, it is. Oh, that's incredible. Like, I mean, although it is on a sticker, stickers aren't that great because it's, it, the, the author hasn't directly written the pen inside the book and they wrote it on a sticker. Who cares? Like, they've still written it on. They've still written it. Like, it's not... so. It's not print. Right, if it's print... Okay, the battery just died. But what I was saying was, if it's print, then like it, like that's I don't like that because yeah. yes, it is somebody's signature, but it is just it's like looking at a photo of someone's signature. Whilst even though it's on a like sticker that they've been putting in these books, she's signed those herself. Yeah. So I I think they're great. I think yeah. it's great because like literally they put a signature on a computer, and then. They've gone print this in thirty-seven books. Yeah, sure. So, anyway, so Ruby Bridges, uh, this is your time. Okay. So, I don't often read non-fiction books, but I really wanted to read this. But this topic was quite sad to touch on, and I find it this disgusting that people just like think it's acceptable to go around telling people uh, not, not not liking people because they look different sure I'm, I, f- I find that really disgusting yeah because like literally this in the inside not about what's on the outside it's about what's on the inside isn't it it's like we're all the same even if we just look a bit different as a as a society uh, as a global society um, you know, we all kind of have judgments of, of certain types. Yeah. And this is the, the worst, where you literally completely judge somebody because of their skin colour. And I think the world is, is obviously much better than when... And yeah. Ruby Bridges is, is, I think, in her 60s. Yeah. So when you think about this, like, about her story... You know, this was like 60 years ago. 
Yeah. Like it wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, like she, it's 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 quite. Um, she did she, this. This book was based on when she was six. Yes. She moved. She she was the first black American girl to integrate into a white school, and that was when she was six. Yeah. And I find that really dis. I find this really disturbing that her dad, her own dad, couldn't even walk her to school because of how dangerous it was. Yeah. Like police officers had to walk her to school. Yeah. Even drive her to school, and protests were going out inside school, and she didn't even know what was going on. Do you know what's even more disgusting? Is that in Florida right now? Yeah. Um, they passed a new law which means that um, they don't have to, uh, or they're not allowed to talk about certain things in schools, and subjects include um, issues around LGBTQ um, plus. plus <laughs> thank you for correcting me, um, as well as uh, racial um, issues as well. Oh and my so, God. Right, so get this, there was a school in Florida yeah. who wanted to show the Ruby Bridges film that you watched on Disney+. Plus. They oh, wanted oh, to show I, did, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch it, I just watched the first few minutes of it because I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> okay. All right, well, there's a film on Disney+, Plus that came out probably about 20 years ago. Yeah. And so a school in Florida wanted to show it, yeah. and one of the parents complained because they were like, this will teach people about racism so the school can't show it oh my god because because one of the parents of one of the students complained it's incredible like even just one just one yeah oh like i mean if it was about like half 75 percent of the school i'll get it yeah one person it was just that one One person person who had to ruin it for everyone right and to watch a film a, a children's film a as well. Ch- it's not like an adult film. Right, it's a And they're showing film. an adult film in a school. Yeah. So, oh my. as much as there's there's lots of progress, we're also there's also been some regression. So, what did you think of this book? Um, I found it really good because it was really understandable. Like, it, it really showed how difficult the world can be and how nasty people can be. Yeah. Like, we respect everything. Us. Religion, culture, etc., etc. But there are also many people out there who are like, that person looks different to me. I don't like them. That person's, you know, playing an instrument that I don't know. I don't like that person. I um. That person's talking in a different language to me. I don't like that person. Because of my attempt to try and do 40 new things before I'm 40, as we record this podcast, I'm sitting here with one hand with like aqua... Turquoise. Turquoise nails and another hand with lilac nails and I had to go out uh, to the shops this morning to go and buy some food for dinner and the whole time I was out, I was thinking I wonder if anything was going to say anything to me. <laughs> Be- because, like, that's that's not the norm. Right? That's yeah. not what society wants. Did, did now, actually anyone say anything? No. Did anyone stare at you? I, not that I noticed, but then I, I, I try not to, in general, try not to make a lot of eye contact with people, do you know? So, uh, but the thing is, they, they should, like, if I wanted to do that, yeah. why should it bother? Like, it's not offensive to anybody. No. But, but there would be people that would go, well, he's a weirdo. Yeah. What's he doing that for? Do or, you know what I mean? Or 
even it, it might they might not think oh he's a weirdo they might even just ask why you have nail polish on yeah i mean they might not find it offensive or anything but they're just curious yeah and the answer would be because i want to <laughs> <laughs> be the answer going forward right so uh but you i mean i think I, the story of ruby bridges i think is is really interesting i think that yeah. um it's good that we um talk about these issues yeah. now and that there are kids I mean, there are kids there are books um like uh, little people big dreams yeah. that, that that highlight these kind of things yeah. makes it kid friendly and starts those conversations early because i didn't have this when i was growing up i didn't have books like this like you have yeah. growing up i wasn't subjected to the same um stories that you were yeah. um and i mean I, I i grew up okay and not resentful or hateful but I think it's really good to have those conversations younger because yeah. I think the only way that we will get better yeah. as a a world and get on better yeah. is by, you know, learning about history, historical things like that, yeah. and learning from them. So I think it's in I think this it's really book as well. I found it really upsetting that she at at one point in the book, she was like she 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 had, she had to give some examples like, well, when I was younger there was this boy and. He had a dog, like a golden retriever or something, and he was fast, but he was still loved. Like, he was loved. And then there was this other boy with a Dalmatian, I think it was. Well, anyway, like a dog. That was different to that dog. Like, he had black spots and stuff. But he wasn't that fast, but he was smarter. But he was still loved. So... I find it really disappointing that you can't you that you you allow dogs you accept dogs but you don't accept people who look a bit different. I'm very very confused because because right dogs yeah one do not talk two walk on four paws three they um, I, I know you they, they eat different food and everything but then people. They can talk to you. Even if it's a language you don't understand, they can talk to you. And you can have a proper conversation, depending on what language you you speak. Yeah. And you can interact more with people than you can with dogs. Sure. From my point of view. Yeah. Because you can't talk with dogs. You can. But... I, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, get what you're saying i'm struggling to understand what's this what that's got to do with bridges because she gave that example in her book the the dogs oh so the, like hang yeah. on right so hang on let me understand so what she was saying was you could have two different dogs yeah two different types of dog yeah and people would love them equally yeah but two people that look differently would be treated differently I, I, well, I mean, she didn't say that, but it was just a dog example, but I've exaggerated it to it, like... That. I think you yeah. exaggerated it to make it uh, harder yeah. to understand. Okay, so would you recommend people read Ruby Bridges' book? Yeah. Okay. Yes, definitely. All right, what's next? Uh, next book is... Magic and Myth. Magic and Myth, Island Fairy Tales by Michael Scott. Not what? from The Office. Right. Two things. One, how did you know that's what I was going to say? Because um, one, I um, I did a YouTube video, and then we, and then 
um, we had to put like a little sign in the corner. So uh, of Michael Scott and put a big red X over him. <laughs> and we were, we were like, it's not Michael Scott from the office. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. all right. You kind of you've answered both my points. Um, okay, so not him. Okay, what? So uh, magic, magic and myths. So this is Irish fairy tales. Is that yeah. Right? Okay. Um. So. So I loved all eleven magical tales. And um, it, my favourite ones were probably Into the Everworld or Leg- Legend of the Floating Island, as I love all things magical, and they certainly were. Okay. Um, did you... Were any of the stories... Did the Banshee, Banshee feature in any of the stories? I don't think so. Okay, interesting. Um, okay, anything else you want to say about the book? Um, I really loved it, and I would recommend it to any... Fairy tale lovers out there, mm-hmm. and I'll give it a five out of five. Oh, I didn't think we was giving school to these books, but okay. What would you give the other two books so far? Uh, five. <laughs> okay, five. wish I laughed. Okay, uh, what's next? Um, yeah, so I really loved Magic and Myth. Yep. And um, so our next book is The Fish in Room Eleven. The Fish in Room Eleven. Yep. Okay. Why why is there a fish in a room? Well, so oh, oh I, 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 I thought I didn't say the author of the last one. Oh no, he definitely said the author. Yeah. That's what she said. Carry on. Um and the author of this book is is Heather Dyer. Heather Dyer, okay. Yeah. So Toby is a boy, like he's an orphan because he's been left at a hotel. Okay. And um he has to save the Flots family because um, um, he um, because they are in very high danger, mm-hmm. and and um, the um, <laughs> um, I loved Toby. I thought was really interesting because we didn't know much about his backstory other than he was left at a hotel in room 23 and um i really liked chapter 19 because um that was the last chapter and we find out who left toby at the hotel i'm not telling you and um, or I, I, I like chapter five because he met the flots. Okay, well, but but I still don't know why there's a fish in room eleven. Uh, well, I mean, is that a mystery you find out? The flots are mermaids. Just just ruin the book for everybody. Um, I mean, it's not it's not the biggest. Okay, did you enjoy it? Yes, I really liked it. Uh, I'm guessing five. Yeah. yeah of course yeah, it would yeah. be. Okay. And then I've read Witchy Travel Tales, which is the third one, and it is called The Golden Bunny of the Lake District by Sybil Beadle and illustrated by Fernando Arias. Okay. Um, so there's Kai, Miranda and Viva, and, they, and it's 
they're going on a journey to find Kai's dream pet because Miranda is a witch and she has seven daughters and Kai and Viva are one of them but Kai loves, loves, loves animals um, but she's never had a pet so they're going to go and find a pet for her but she's taking Viva as well. Um, I, I find it, I found it very coming to read because nothing really dramatic or... Uh, what's the word for it? Intense happened. So I wasn't like... Um, I, I really loved the characters because Kai had her love of animals, Miranda because of her magic, and Viva because she was being a, such a good sister. And I'll give it a 5 out of 5 rating and recommend it to any magic lovers. Okay. So... Yep, that was... Uh, Witchy Travel Tales? The Golden Bunny of the Lake District. Okay. And, as you know, it's set in the Lake District. Um, next book is going to be The Invisible Child and the Fir Tree. I really like this book, as there was two stories, The Invisible Child, and the second one was The Fir Tree. Um, so I'll give you a little review on both of them. I really enjoyed this story. And I'd give this one, The Invisible Child, a 5 out of 5 because um, Nini was quite a mysterious character. We didn't know much about her backstory, mm-hmm. which I found quite interesting. But the fir tree was a bit more confusing because I didn't really know what was going on. But I did like the fact that the Moomins were enjoying and spirit experiencing their first ever Christmas. And I felt that this story was a little bit rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't really understand what was going on. So I would give it three and a half out of five. Okay. So that is The Invisible Child and the Fur Tree. Oh, I forgot to mention the author, and that is Tove Janison. Janson. Tove Janson, yep. Yeah. The next book is... What was it? Mason. Uh, Mason Mooney, Paranormal Investigator by Sierra Miller. Well, uh, hang on. By who? Sierra Miller. Wow, I've never seen that spelling before. So I thought you might have... I thought it was... There's, there was another famous... Uh, there was a woman called Sienna Miller. And uh, so I was just double-checking, but I've never <laughs> seen a name spelled like that before. I said Sierra. I know what you said. I just wanted to see for myself. Okay. Yeah. The story list is, I know you can't see us. What? They can't see us, Daddy. Yeah, I know. It's a podcast. It's not watch a cast. It's the podcast. Oh, my God. Off <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> you go. I can't be doing it. Come Okay. On. So, Mason Mooney, Paranormal Investigator, I really loved. As I really like reading a graphic novel from time to time. Because it gives me a little bit of a break yep. from a big, long novel. Because it's graphic, get it? So it's like a comic, but in a novel, get it? Graphic novel. Yeah. Graphic novel. Yeah. Um, and um, <laughs> um, I, I liked how it was quite supernatural, because I don't read a lot of supernatural books. And um, I love Iris because she was super kind and very brave, although she was scared. 
Um, a definite five star, and we recommend supernatural or graphic novel lovers. It, uh, it kind of. I know you don't do a lot of supernatural stuff, but Lockwood and Co. was quite oh, supernatural, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I know in Chicken and Frog, um, Natasha went a bit crazy with this, but she had a job. She said it herself. Okay. okay. So, um, sorry, Natasha. If... <laughs> so, so if she had this jar with the skull in it. Um, but she said she's gone a bit crazy with the green food colouring. Does Natasha listen to this podcast? I think so. Okay. Hi, Natasha. <laughs> if you if if you're not listening, uh, not not hi, Natasha. <laughs> oh my. Right, okay. Um. So I really love this, mm-hmm. especially how he had a heart in a jar. Okay. Yeah. A real life heart. It was thumping and everything. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Ready. Um, so we we watched this thing called Teen Weenie Beanie and it, it and um, um I wear a teeny beanie beanie while I hunt my heart heart while I thump this heart teeny yum. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, if I if I if I just did what you did, yeah, I would edit that out of the podcast. As you've done it, it's staying in. And everyone can judge it as they wish. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I think I, I can quite openly say your career isn't in rap. Right. Stop liking your posts, you weirdo. What's <laughs> that? Who likes their own posts? <laughs> Me. Oh, God. Right, next. Is Tiger by SFZ. Okay. Um... Which has beautiful illustrations, mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous, and th- those are by Dave McKean. Okay, this is Tiger with a Y. This is the first person that you've met, well, that you've heard of, called Dave. I mean, I, Daddy I, really likes the name Dave, and I, he tries to call all my, uh, all his grandchildren Dave. I had teddies and I pretend that I'm their mum and my mum and my dad are their grandparents. Yeah, <laughs> just we don't subscribe to that same model, but Alice does. Oh, so, so Tiger is spelt with a Y. That, that's literally what I just tried to say before you started talking gibberish all over me. I don't speak gibberish. Sure, Tiger is spelt with a Y. Okay, yes. so what do you want to say about this? Um, This book was magnificent. I really loved it. Mm-hmm. And Adam, the main character, is a foreigner in London, and he finds a tiger, an animal who has been extinct. But tiger is in grave danger. I'm not surprised if it's extinct. Um, so tiger shows Adam three powers: perception, imagination, and creation. And Adam and his friend Zadie have to help her soon. But will they save her before it's too late? Dum dum dum. And I would um. I, I, I overall I said gorgeous illustrations by Dave McKean with powerful descriptions by SF said. Oh, good of your words. Uh, five. Yes, definitely. Okay. Actually, sixteen billion two hundred and seventy. Yeah, I don't think that's how this works. Okay, next. Um, Clockwork. The, 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 the next one 
is Charlie the Choo Choo. This is the one I watched on YouTube. Okay. Because, um, um, oh, <laughs> I found that really fun because it's by Beryl Evans, but that is a Stephen King pen name. Oh. Yeah, and I I just realised this on the cover. Stephen King did a review on it. <laughs> if I were ever to write a children's book, I'd write it. I'd be just. It would be just like this. Very very meta. <laughs> okay, that's that's uh, that's good. Uh, it's yeah. Charlie the Charlie the Choo, Charlie the Choo Choo. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. It looks like a knockoff version of Thomas the Tank Engine. Looks like if you ordered Thomas the Tank Engine from Wish. Wish? Yeah. Well, who's Wish? Oh, don't worry. Don't, if you don't know, you don't know. Um, okay. What do you want to say about Charlie so, Charlie the Choo Choo? So, Charlie the Choo Choo and Engineer Bob, as it said on the video, um, um, love the adventures on the track. But when Engineer Bob finds out that Charlie can talk, his life changes forever. But when Charlie gets replaced with a new diesel locomotive, Engineer Bob becomes Wiper Bob and Charlie becomes a fo- forgotten train. Oh no! Will Bob and Charlie ever ride on the tracks again? Okay. So, um, I, I, uh, I, I would give this a four and a half out of five. Four? <laughs> Just give it a four. A four out of five. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like, was it? Was it? I mean, giving it four must be quite good. Mm, it wasn't the best, but it it wasn't the worst. Before. Give it a three then. Three and three quarters. Oh my god! <laughs> Your scoring system sucks. <laughs> oh no, it doesn't suck. No, it does. Right, um, so... And um, for my bedtime story, mm-hmm. we finished Pages and Co, The Treehouse Library by Anna James. Uh, so this is not a part of the book what? Geek by why, why are we? Why are we jumping? Why can't we just do one thing? Well, we finished the book Geek by Boutique March Reader for now. Well, you haven't said that. Well, those were all the books for Magical March... Read from by book geek boutique. Oh, geek book boutique. I think yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. Never just double check that. Book geek boutique. Yeah. So, um, I I I really really enjoyed Pages and Co. The Treehouse Library. Yeah. As um, lot goes on in this book. Lots of book wandering, lots of booking related stuff. And... Well, I mean, you love Pages and Co, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's like, I literally had one thing to say, you had one thing to respond, and yeah. you've done it three times. And today, and not today, this year, I'm yep. sure, and the last one is going to come out, and it's going to be called The Last Book Wanderer. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I had an energy drink before we started recording and, and I'm yawning. And it's by Anna James. Well, of, course, of course it's by Anna James. Who, who else would it be by? Uh, Anna James. There you go. Um, 
which um, and I really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Is they met the botanist, and um, they went through lots and lots of journeys together. Cool. Yes. Okay. And are you, are you going to give that a score? Um, that is going to be a five out of five. Yeah. Don't know why I asked the question. No. Um, um. Then there's. Clockwork or All Wound Up by Philip Pullman. Yeah. Which I really enjoyed um, because Carl has to make a new clockwork piece for the clock tower in Germany because he lives there. And, uh, but he hasn't made one. So when this happens, his life changes forever, ever, ever, ever. Why? Because he's got to make a clockwork piece? Because... Um, no, then something something will actually something actually happens, but I can't tell you. Right. Um. So Philip Pullman, he wrote the um. Uh, Firework maker's daughter, Northern Lights. The Northern Lights trilogy. Yeah, that's. What, I couldn't think what it's. I could think of the Golden Compass. I'm thinking, what's they called? What's they called? His Dark Materials. Yeah. So, but you you didn't get on with those, did you? Well, not the what well, not the show. No. I didn't really understand what was going on. Okay. Maybe you could revisit that in a few years. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but anyway, back to this. Yeah. Um, but then, there's a man called Fritz in this book. And he reads... Fritz! And he reads a story at... An, a fictional story at an inn. But then, the story becomes very, very, very real. Oh. So we have to discover that. But will Carl be able to fit a new clockwork piece in the clock and save everyone before it's too late? And I read this a part of my school. I read this for part of my school reading challenge. Okay. Uh, so. What do you give it? Uh, probably a four. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started on Yekka in like, last month, which mm-hmm. I really enjoyed because I finished it this month. Okay. But I really enjoyed on Yekka and the Academy of the Sun. Okay. So I'm not going to say too much because it's going to be saved for last next podcast. Oh, right. So yeah. what you mean is, is you started it in March you're going to finish it in April. Not you started it in February and you finished it in March. No, I started it in March and I finished it in April. And I'm going to save that for next time. Right. Because we've got films to talk about. Uh, did we talk about Mason Money? Mooney? What's this one here? Looking Mason at Mooney? Yeah. We didn't talk about it, did we? Mason Mooney, Paranormal Investigation. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You. Okay, yes. All right, film. Uh, look, look before, before we go into film, yeah. I went out with one of your most uh, loyal listeners. Who? My cousin Martin. Okay. And he said, because he, I was talking to him about you uh, buying and listening to vinyl. Oh, yeah, you thought And he we said, were. maybe she could do an, an Alice's musical podcast. And I was like thinking to myself, I don't really want to do another podcast. But um, I didn't know whether or not that was something you wanted to do. Or maybe in the way that you talk about films on this podcast now that you've mm-hmm. watched, um, if you might do a little musical bit. Going forward, what do you think? Good idea. What, to do a new section? 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we will discuss this <laughs> later. Let's discuss it. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, film, 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 film. Okay, so the films that I've watched, I'll tell you all, them all, and then I will... Um, I will um, go a bit deeper into them. So, there was Ponyo, My Neighbor Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service, How's Moving Castle, and Whisper of the Hearts. Are they the only films you watched this month? I'm sure. Last month. Yeah. Today's the 2nd of April. That's right. Um, So, we are... So, they're, they're all Studio Ghibli films. Yeah. Now, are you watching these because Beatrice said you should watch them? Uh, no, it's because of Spirit of the Way, and then we watched My Neighbor Totoro, and then we started getting into it. Okay, but I, I know Beatrice has said to you before that you should watch those films. Yeah, and I've got a, a big Totoro now. You have, because Alice got a really good school report, you got a, you came home to discover a big... Totoro. 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 Is, yeah. is that how you say it? Totoro. 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 Okay. You say Totoro. You say Totoro. <laughs> Totoro. Totoro. What do you say? Totoro. Totoro. Yeah. Sort of like right, tomato, right, tomato. Right, 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 right. I say Totoro. You say Totoro. No, actually, we're going to stop. Right. Sorry, Martin. Right. So, Martin? Yeah, because we just sung. That was technically the first musical bit we've done, and it, and it was awful. Right. So, um, I know Beatrice is a big fan of Studio Ghibli. I think she yeah. watched them when she was growing up. Yeah. Um, I know she's been trying to get you to watch them, um, and, and basically you just jumped in feet first by watching quite a few of them all at once. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, where do you want to... What do you want to say about these? I really enjoyed this sort of anime thing. And, um, you know the end begin? Sorry? You know the end begin person? The what? The end begin person on YouTube. The end begin person? <laughs> yeah, like the person who goes... Oh, hang on. Are you talking about the, um... The musical person, yeah. Right. The, right. <sighs> His There's, name is Enbegin. Right, hang on. Right, there's a YouTube channel where this we don't know who it is, but this person puts together these it's videos. On puts together these videos, which um, play famous pieces of music, normally from a film or something like that, yeah. using a marble bouncing on keys that have been positioned in time. Yeah. So as they bounce, yeah. they they play the music. Yeah. Very clever. So. That that's who this person but is, then, and we'll put a link to the YouTube channel in your in your notes for this yeah. episode. But then also, they uh, do do rubber chickens as well. Like like Not. yesterday, I was watching a Jurassic Park video, and it was and it, instead of it was like no 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 <laughs> no right. We'll just stick to the marble ones. Right. So, what about this person? They've done one for they've done one for Spirited Away. Okay. And they had little soot sprites on the wall. Hey. And I want a soot sprite themed birthday. Yes, I've heard a rumour about that. Right, so, uh, what what film do you want to start with? Uh, well, I, I, I don't want to get... I just feel like we're going to run out of time. So, uh, I want to 
Just say Studio Ghibli is really good and watch all the films. Okay, Fun. so they, they, they a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are on yeah. Netflix. Um, um, also, there's an Easter egg in um, in Kiki's Livery Service. When she lands, there's a green bus that goes by, and you know how sometimes they have the advert. It went Ghibli. Oh. Um, yeah. Also, I showed you the Easter egg in Toy Story 3, didn't I? Oh, yeah, there's a Toy Story in Toy Story 3. Yeah. Which I knew when I first saw the film, even though I'd, I hadn't seen it. I we I, I'd never, I, I don't know how I've never seen it, but we watched it for the first time um, the other Sunday, didn't yeah. we? And it's it's lovely. Yeah. Like, it's a really nice film. Um, but also, there is a kind of spark, which is now on iPlayer, and it will be on CBBC. Yeah. But... A kind of spark is really, 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 really good. Okay, I think I think they got the message. We we must have talked about the book on the podcast before. Yeah. So yeah, it's Elmer Pickles recreation, and funnily enough. A kind of spark is in the program. She moves a pile of books, and the only spine that's facing us is a kind of spark, but it's really blurred yeah. out. And in the last episode, Elle McNichols in it. Oh, you recognise her, did you? Well, Mummy pointed her out because, ah, okay. because I was doing something over there. You were watching it? No, no, I was sorting out Lincoln for a second. Okay. And, um. How many episodes? There's 10. 10 episodes. So this is. So it's based on a book? Yep. And. Um, it's about an autistic eleven-year-old. Yeah. Obviously, that doesn't relate to you at all. You don't understand what the, what she must be going through. Um, oh no, I do. Was, that was, I was being sarcastic. Oh. Okay. Um, but the people that are, are in this show, yeah. they're acting in this show, playing autistic people, are actually autistic. autistic themselves. So I think that's really good. Yeah, because. Um, I think it'll be re- much more difficult if someone who was neurotypical had played their part because they wouldn't be able to play it properly. And this is why that Sia film called Music is so problematic. Huh? Don't worry about it. Right. Um, but anyway, Kind of Spark just came out. You've already watched all ten episodes. You've got nothing to, li- to look forward to anymore because you've watched it all. Oh, dear. Um, okay. So, yeah, out, out of Ponyo, My Neighbour, Totoro, Totoro, Kiki's Tomato Tomato, Kiki's Delivery Service, House Moving Castle, and Whispers of the Heart, which one would you recommend people start with if they are also starting a journey with My Neighbour, Totoro. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Ponyo was very, some very strange, but... Like, it was... Goldfish, who was pink, and then she like came alive and stuff. He was essentially the little mermaid, wasn't it? Really, he <laughs> was the little mermaid. No, because she she wasn't a princess. It's definitely based on little mermaid. No, because the, either the little mermaid's based on Ponyo, and Ponyo's right. based on itself. Right, it's inspired by the little mermaid. It, it's inspired. Just just trust me. It's inspired by the little mermaid. There's anyway. nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Um, okay, so okay, that's the first one to go with. I said nearly all of them are on Netflix now. Yeah. Um, so knock yourself out. Yeah. And now we've got books coming out for April. Oh. Do, 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 do. 
You don't want music for a second. Okay, carry on. Um, so, there is Strong by Clara and Guluzi. And this is a picture book. And this is the description. Morris is different to the other dragons. He isn't very scary and doesn't he doesn't like to breathe fire or snarl or growl. In fact, what Morris loves most in the world is flowers. But will the others ever accept him for who he really is? Ooh. The next book is The Breakfast Club Adventures, The Ghoul in the School by Marcus Rashford and illustrations by Marta Kitty. There's something strange going on at school. The Breakfast Club investigators haven't managed to solve a mystery in months. And Marcus is worried that the group is going to break up. So when... Benya. Benya, the captain of the school basketball team, comes to ask for their help, Marcus knows this might just be the investigators' last chance to prove themselves. Right, I just want to stop there a second. Yep. Right, Marcus Rashford is a footballer. I think he's done some really great stuff in terms of trying to raise uh, awareness uh, for um, depravity at schools um, and and wealth gaps and and everything like that. I think that's really great. And I've got no problem with him writing books if that's what he also wants to do. Or, I mean, he he doesn't write the books. He will will give an outline to a ghostwriter and they'll write the books for him, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, the point I'm making is... I really disagree with the fact that he's called these books The Breakfast Club. Why? Because The Breakfast Club is a very important film. I don't know. It's one of. It was a film that meant a lot to Daddy once upon a time. I don't see the need to reuse that title. But anyway, I, I digress. Global. So, Global by Eon Colfer and Andrew oh, that's, Donkey. That's Owen. 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 Colfer. And he was the one who wrote Artemis Fowl. Yes. I, I, you know what? I knew I recognised the name, and I couldn't remember what he'd written. <laughs> but I'm glad you... Yeah, Artemis Fowl. Okay. So, this is the description. Yuki lives in an increasingly deserted... U- Inuit. Inuit town in Nova Scotia. Scotia. One day, she sets out into the wilderness of the Arctic tundra, planning to photograph a rare growler bear, a terrifying terrifying grizzly polar crossbreed created by climate change if she could if she could prove it's a growler she could protect it from being shot with only her faithful dog for company and adrift from on a fragment of melting glacier she finds herself being stalked across the changing wilderness by a starving growler bear with only her wit and her heart Harpoon to keep her alive. I wonder if he's been inspired by a film that he recently saw at a cinema about a bear. Oh, what kind of cane bear? I wasn't going to say the title. <laughs> this is a kid's podcast. Huh? <laughs> Carry on. Well, I've seen an advert. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, know, I, know, like... I haven't seen the film. Don't worry, people. My my parents aren't maniacs. Mm. Uh, no. <laughs> Um, so, Clutch. the next book is Clutch by M.G. Leonard, and it's the second book of the series. Why Why did you pronounce it like that? Because <laughs> I wanted to. Leonard. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, when the Peregrine Falcon, Falcon nest raided... Oh, no! 
Twitch, Twitch realizes a thief is at work. Oh no! <laughs> Horrified, he and the Twitchers set out to capture the dangerous criminal, only to be, be ensnared by in a deadly trap. Oh no! Can they save themselves and stop the villain, villain, villain before anyone gets hurt? Hmm. We'll find out, I guess, if you read it. Yep. And then the next one is City of Secrets, The Wildsmith 2 by Liz Flanagan and illustrated by Toad Dodd, to, Joe Todd Stanton. Yeah. Rowan it starts to embrace her gifts as a magical wildsmith who heals and speaks to animals. But saving a young Pegasus, Pegasus brings difficult decisions. Danger comes closer than ever, threatening her family and even Rowan's own, own life. When she is portrayed, which friends can she trust? With her family divided and the war still raging, where does Rowan belong now? Which is very interesting. And then finally, The Treasure Hunters by Lisa Thompson. When lonely Vincent is forced to go on an outdoor activity weekend with three other kids from his class, he's counting the seconds until he can escape home. But one of his classmates is hiding a secret. She, she's convinced there's a pirate treasure buried deep within a nearby mountain. Suddenly, this boring trip becomes an exciting adventure. But a thief is hot on the trail, intent on stealing the loot from themselves. Can the treasure hunters work together to stop them? Well, I love the Goonies, so I'm really glad somebody's remade the Goonies. Um, okay, well, that's that's all the books for coming out in eight, no March. April. In April. Yep. Okay. Oh yeah, because we're month. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. And we finally have our book of the month. Yep. And your well please. Oh, book of the <laughs> book of the month is Tiger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, because it. I really, really loved it. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> fine. Um. Okay. Is that everything? Yeah. Okay. So we'll be back in April. In April. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and we'll see you very soon. Bye! Oh, we're off to see Dungeons and Dragons now. So, we'll talk, we'll talk about that on the next episode? Yes! <laughs> this podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.